everyone, welcome back to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my fiance and co-host Agu and friend and co-host Mabel. Hello guys. Hey. Welcome back. Hello. I just want to say I would never put an ultimatum on you. Um, <laughs> wow. I don't know why you feel like I would. And I just, you know, I just love you so much. And okay, I'm sit down, so happy we'll every time I see you, you know, like I just, every time you talk, I just, I just, I feel great. And I love you. And like out of concept, <laughs> out of like, this is going to sound wild to someone, yeah, but yeah. that's how I'm starting. Someone's that's how like, I feel today. Podcast? <laughs> right. Did we just enter an awkward argument between a and Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on you with that? never them? let me. Name the dogs. No I'm kidding. I just, I got nothing. All right. Well, if this is your first time joining us, <laughs> this is not a fight between a goo and I, but a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. Right now, we are covering Married at First Sight season twelve, and today we'll be talking about episode sixteen, "Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace." So uh, we are rounding the corner here. So the next episode we'll watch is Decision Day which we just put together is airing on May 12th, which is putting like a week gap between episodes, which is really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so this is the, the episode that we watched is the one where they talk to all their friends and family about how they're going to make this decision. They have their last little date night with their spouse before they're you know separated for the night before going into the decision day filming. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little intense. Everybody seems to be pretty pretty high strung about it and i think there's a lot of interesting things to dig into here so do we just want to just get right to it and start talking through um brianna and vincent and how they're doing sure yeah also before we go into them really quickly kinetic two weeks (laughs) you gotta wait why are you doing this to us two lifetime why we thought we were good come on um, I wonder what they're going right. to put. We'll I'm see. sure they'll change it now that they've heard a goose right. very convincing plea. <laughs> a random guy in the Midwest is angry He's about upset. this. We need to change it. <laughs> All right. Brianna and Vincent. So Brianna um, and Vincent. Mm-hmm. I want to talk first about their, their whole disagreement that they're in bed and she makes some comment about how she feels like he's disorganized. He clearly took offense to that, but couldn't articulate it in so many words in the moment. So then he turns around and is like, well, when people were calling you bossy at the wedding, that was a big turnoff for me. And I was right. Mm-hmm. Left field here. thoughts and feelings. But like, what did you think about that? That looked like to me one of those arguments. You know how they joke? This is like a, a stereotypical joke, but like a woman's going to hold on to an argument forever and then bring it up three months later. I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Facts. Facts. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and then he was canceled. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, where the where this come from? It just randomly. Yeah, I. He, you could just see his head turning. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. You're going to like mess up. And then he threw the line out. And Yeah. I just wonder how different of a conversation it would have been if, so we go from Brianna saying, 
I feel like you're a little bit disorganized and I feel like I'm a little bit more organized. So, you know, we kind of um, balance out eventually with that. And I don't, you know, it's something that I think we can grow in, whatever she said. And if he just said, that kind of hurts my feelings when you say I'm disorganized. What could have happened then? Maybe they could have resolved it. <laughs> Maybe he didn't have to get, like, it, it just seemed like this really obvious escalation of her saying something that hurts his feelings He's not able to say, hey, that hurts my feelings. So then he says something to hurt her feelings, yeah. kind of on purpose, which is like, it, that's kind of a toxic behavior. And like, those are kind of things that I think they should talk about anyways, but not like mm. this. Like, yeah. it's okay to not like things about your partner. That's to be expected. That's normal. But like the way you talk about those things has to be like with a lot of kindness and like coming from a place of like, how do we become better together? And I know I'm not perfect either. It just made me very frustrated. Strong, strong middle school relationship vibes. Like, yeah, you didn't come and play with me in recess. And <laughs> I'm upset now, just so you know. I'm going to break your favorite pen. So, whoops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Payback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder... Um, I wonder what that unorganized, like, what he took that to mean, you know? I think I'm trying to, I think it's important, I'm trying to remind myself that, like, English is his second language, and, um, you know, I think the way he processes things is different because of that, and I wonder if he, like, heard that and took that to mean something else. Um, not that that's on her. I think, like, I don't want her to be, like, walking on eggshells or anything like that. But I'm just, I'm curious to know, like, did he hear that and think, like, is this, like, a career thing? Is this a life thing? Or is it just the fact that he, like, I so, saying that you're messy, I don't know if it's it should elicit that type of emotion. Mm-hmm. If it was just that, like, it feels like it's tied to something else. I just get the impression that he's very sensitive. And so you say a comment that could talk about his character. He's like, you're calling me a terrible person and a failure and I can't get anything right. And so it's just like a, almost like a zero to a hundred. It's like, mm, it wasn't meant to be a terrible comment on your whole person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he is just very, very sensitive and not really able to take critique. And I think we only really get upset about the things that we also believe to be true about ourselves, you know? Bars. Or at least concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fact. Like, <laughs> if... <laughs> I don't know. I'm so annoying. I'm, I'm trying to think of an example <laughs> right now of something. Like, if... If a goo told me that I'm like really bad at grilling, like I'd be like, yeah, that's that's true because I don't grill very much and I don't really know much about grilling, so that's fine. Yeah. But if he's like, oh, you're really bad at like, I don't know, cooking, like just regular cooking inside the house, I'd be like, well, screw you, like I cook all the time and I think I'm pretty good, <laughs> like I've worked on this for a long time, mm-hmm. and you know, so I'm not, I'm gonna have a very different reaction to each of those things because I kind of have like a partial identity with one of them, and so mm-hmm. if, um. If Vincent has these maybe feelings about himself that he isn't adequate or he isn't worthy or the best or perfect, 
if anyone points out anything that could validate that and say like, yeah, I think that's true as well, of course he's going to get upset. So I feel like the real root of this is like, hey, Vincent, how do we help you work through some things and like understand that you are perfectly fine as you are and you're never going to be perfect and that's okay and like you're awesome and you know you can have a really strong rooted sense of self and be able to take critique without it debilitating you or making you want to lash out like I think that's a a much deeper conversation to have but I think also Brianna can do a better job of her delivery of some of those things knowing that that's going to be a process so like how do we say things in a way that's not like going to come off as an attack or a like a criticism all the time like how can it be like like what is what where is this disorganized comment coming from is it like i don't know he doesn't he like keeps the toilet lit up sometimes and that's annoying (laughs) to you and you like think it doesn't look tidy or is it that he's like got his shit all over the house (laughs) like Mm -hmm. those are very different things Mm -hmm. and like disorganized doesn't mean unclean like you know there's a lot to break down Mm-hmm. go ahead oh i was gonna say even like and even those are you know examples of him being at home right like he may yeah. be taking it into a work context like i've worked really hard to be a successful entrepreneur which take which takes you know um organization mm-hmm. it, it takes being like deliberate about my time all these different things and now he's hearing disorganized and it's like being directly applied to his work and he's taking it like has his whole career i don't know definitely yeah mm-hmm yeah i think um seeing him interact with his cousin or uh, cousin in law cousin cousin in law yeah that's what um cousin in law okay interesting that's that's some like nigerian like extended extended family type shit right there like his his cousin's spouse okay but like being close to that person is just it's interesting um but just seeing how he interacted with that guy uh gentleman where like <laughs> he was just making fun of him uh, he was roasting him the entire time and it was cool it was like oh you're wearing pink oh look at you wearing pink and then he like goes back and it's like you know real men wear like seeing him interact with that person is very different from when he interacts with Bree. and i don't know I think there's this thing that Dr. Viviana said where, like, she mentioned that, like, you're so worried that you want to be perfect around her that anytime you're not, you, it just elicits all these emotions. And I wonder if that's the thing. Like, anytime she points out something, it then triggers that part of him that, like, wants to be perfect in front of her. And him hearing, oh, I'm not organized. That means, oh, I'm not being the most organized self in front of her. I'm failing. I, I think a part of me thinks that that might be the issue. Um, because, yeah, like I said, seeing him around his friends, like that's that's how I think most people react. Like you kind of joke with your friends. And, and I think, you know, once he gets to the point that he can have that with his partner, it's great too. Like you can, you don't have to only say amazing, awesome things about each other. You can make jokes. You can have inside jokes and all this type of stuff and he is just cutting all that off because he's so hypersensitive on like any type of negative feedback from her and um i just yeah it's just it's odd to see um 
It's interesting. Interesting. Uh, so question though, um, on the Brianna side, she had a conversation with her mom. Um, and wanted to get you guys' opinion on the convo. Um, they kind of talked about being assertive and, and she didn't like that. Uh, he mentioned that bossy was a turnoff for him and she, uh, described that as like, that's part of her personality and hearing that that's a turnoff means like a part of me turns him off and she didn't like hearing that. Um, so yeah, I had question if you had any feelings on that scene, uh, Ashley. Oh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. My thing with Brianna and the bossy thing is I think, I think bossy can be thought of as like a fine thing or a bad thing or even a good thing, I guess. And I, I think she's a little, she's more assertive. She's like very comfortable speaking her mind. She's very clear about what she wants. I think those are all really positive traits. Um, I think bossy gets into the realm of like feeling entitled to tell other people what to do, which I don't know if that's always what she's doing, but sometimes it does kind of get communicated that way. Um, and as, I don't know, I, that, that word is also very complicated to use for women and to use as such a strong label because Definitely. oftentimes yeah. men don't get the same sort of labeling when they are being assertive that's actually seen as like a really positive trait and it's usually mm -hmm. um like a huge benefit to them and their careers and and everything so it's there's a lot to tread carefully around here i think so i think brianna being comfortable speaking her mind like that's confidence goals right there <laughs> like that's just yeah. knowing yourself mm -hmm. and knowing what you want like that is mm -hmm. a gem to hold on to and and never let go of and i don't mm -hmm. i don't think that's what vincent is asking her to change i think what it feels like he's asking her to change or kind of take a look at is the way in which she communicates those ideas sometimes and just to kind of consider how another person might feel to be on the receiving end of those things and how sometimes like there can be some accidental connotations when you're saying something that could be kind of come off as like disrespectful or frustrating or whatever you know if like the whole thing way back on the honeymoon when she was like do you floss and like can you throw the floss away in the trash like all those could kind of have the connotation of like do you have disgusting teeth? Like, do you not know how to use a trash can? And it's like, of course Picks he does. Fix up your mouth. Fix up your mouth. He's fine. He's a grown man. He's like, you don't have to micromanage his teeth. Like, you're good. Um, but I think in her mind, that was just like, just making sure things got done and didn't really think past it. So I think yeah. if she can, if they can get to a point where they can talk about it in terms of like, when you say this, this thing, this way, it makes me feel this way then maybe they could make some progress. But I think they're kind of misunderstanding each other at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also like her mom didn't seem super willing to like challenge that idea or break it down any where she was kind of like, if he can't accept this, then like he's no good or whatever. And it's like, I don't know if we need that whole yeah. like exactly. all or thinking here. Like mm -hmm. if this is a marriage yeah. that's 70% good, then I think there's a lot there worth to fight for. And right, right. Maybe changing yeah. some things and 
communication approaches and things like that is a really positive thing. Like that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great growth opportunity. Yeah. And definitely the relationship that she has with her mom. I see that as unconditional love. Her mom is always going to take her side first. And yeah. so I think you have to carefully approach a conversation with someone who's already on your side oh, yeah. when you're talking about someone that like, isn't necessarily, yeah. you know, in the same, like, it, it's like, all right, you're already at a disadvantage or at a disadvantage bringing, you know, Vincent's not in the argument, you know, he not argument, like, you know, discussion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He is not someone that she has had this unconditional love for, like for you. It's like, it's like already an unfair kind of like way to portray both right. of you. Um, and so this and this is how like I feel when I'm talking to like my family, because I know that like they're going to have my back no matter what. And so I have to be very careful about like I can't just like always be like, oh, yeah, he called me bossy. But then like, that's what? it. You know? <laughs> They're like, where is him. he we're beating him up <laughs> right, now right okay yeah. and so like yeah. i kind of had hoped that she would have even pushed back on her mom a little bit more to be like well you know this is the whole context of the discussion and also hey it was brought up in the wedding the first day he met me you know and everyone's joking about this terrible negative quality you know it's like uh give a little bit more <laughs> context to that whole thing instead of just saying like he said it was a turnoff and I, and I turned him off as a boss. And I get it. Like, Hey, she is being yeah. sensitive to that comment. Cause you know, the word turn off and I would even consider the word turn off to be like a bit much if my partner told me that. Um, but that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't, I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah. The word turn off is a bit loaded mm-hmm. to, to use Definitely. in a, in a relationship. Um, yeah, I, I guess, uh, so I I think she is a woman who is climbing up the corporate ladder and is from what we from what we've seen like she's kicking butt in her job and I imagine she's in a job that is dominated by people that that don't look like her they're probably white men, white men <laughs> you know Asian men but just just guys in general yeah. um, and I think. I think so this is something I've noticed some personally and just anecdotally where um like I think this is the problem with like racism, sexism, homophobism, just any of the isms like not only does the person experience it in that moment but then you have like the long-term trauma and then like the overcompensation sometimes where like to to use a um sports analogy if you hurt one leg you kind of put more pressure on the other leg and then typically people tend to break something in the other leg because now you're putting so much effort there and i think when it comes to the whole bossy situation or assertive um i think there is nothing wrong with being assertive speaking your mind and and being transparent um and you're right like if the right guy did that said the same thing like it's the right looking type of guy or you know the guy who's tall enough and good looking enough and came from the right school and he does the same stuff everyone's like oh you know what he is i really believe him i really trust him um but i don't think that still makes it right and i think that's one thing where 
I feel like she's a little overcompensating on that, where having opinions is great, being um, strong is great, but you can you can go too much. You can be too hard on that, and I think that's a little bit what's going on here. Of like, yeah, I I I think we all have opinions on a lot of things, um, but I'm not gonna like how Ashley brushes her teeth or flosses. I don't care, really. Like, that's not something that I, I think it's did. big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Um, We're too close. <laughs> too close. And I just, I think that's the thing that I find interesting on that. And to use another example of, like, you know, if you're a minority, quote unquote minority, or someone who doesn't look like everyone else in the industry that you're in, there's this trope, what's it, the perfect minority trope, where you feel like, the fact that you're there you have to be amazing and you can't have any downsides you have to be in every meeting you have to be on it all the time you have to have all the answers you have to be prepared all the time and like you know I've seen people do this and that is just so much pressure and it ends up burning those people out meanwhile everyone else that's in that meeting because they don't have that pressure if there's a you know a point that's brought up and they don't know they'll say yeah I don't know but I'll do some research on that but you as the perfect minority you have to like you feel shame that you don't know the answer and you have to like do all this work and it ends up hurting that person more and um, I think that's the thing where I just I don't want uh, people who are in that situation black woman whatever to like feel like you have to go so much on the other side and being soft is not a sign of weakness for both guys or girls like being um compassionate is not a sign of like not being a dick is not a sign of weakness like the statement she said of like you know this is just the way i am if he doesn't like it he needs to he can go if he said that same thing I feel like most people would be like, oh, 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 that's not, you're being a dick. How dare you? You can't say that to your, your woman. You can't say, if you don't like it, leave. Like, that's why we don't like Eric, because he <laughs> says that type of stuff all the time. Exactly. But when Brianna says it, then it's, well, no, she gets to like, no, it's, it's shitty no matter who says it. And I think just kind of getting to that point of, and I know it's hard, it's unfair, like it's unfair that you know, the the person who's being wronged has to, like, go above and beyond. It's fucking unfair. It's stupid. And it's unfair that, like, she has to, like, make sure that she doesn't go too much on the other side. That's bullshit. That being said, for, like, for your own, sa- your own sanity, your own life to be smooth, you kind of have to be mindful about that. So, and I think that's where I wish the mom gave a little bit of pushback of, like, okay, what do you mean by assertive? What do you mean? Like, let's not focus on the word. What the What is the meaning? What are we talking about here? And I, I have a feeling if she did that, she would probably kind of agree with Vincent a little bit more in terms of like, you know, not everything has to be a conversation. Not everything has to be, uh, yeah, pointed out in that way. Um, so that's that's the that was the thing i got from that and hopefully um yeah hopefully like 
she's a really smart person. I feel like she knows this, and I'm. I think she will get there. But I just I saw that and I was just like, no, 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 Bree, don't do it. Because she's do gonna it. be accused of like doing something wrong, no matter how she does it, right? Like that's part right. of the messed up part. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's like if you're a lady living in a big city, like Mabel is now, perhaps. And like if you have ever experienced like street harassment in any way of like someone catcalling you or like being rude or whatever, then you might start dressing a little bit differently to like not get that attention, hopefully, and try to avoid it. So like you're either putting yourself in a situation where like you're likely to get uh, someone to disrespect you in public mm-hmm. or you're getting into a position where you're wearing clothes that you wouldn't normally choose and then people like think your style is weird or something it's like there's no there's no winning and it's like the problem is outside of you but then the victim of all of that is the one that's often targeted and inspected for like well what are you doing wrong like how could you adjust like why are you being so crazy and weird and it's like Mm -hmm. nope we're we're focusing on the completely wrong thing like let's Mm -hmm. let's do a 180 and look at what's affecting this (laughs) it's so unfair Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But in a positive, on a positive note, so like they had their real, they had like a really good closure conversation about it all. So after Vincent talked to Greg and after Brianna talked to her mom, they came together at dinner and were like, hey, this is how I felt. This is what it like, it seemed to me. And this is where I'm coming from. And I was like, kudos to them, because a lot of the times we end up having these conversations with our family and our friends and then don't, you know, 180, bring it back around to be like, hey, this is what I've taken away from it and bring it back to the person who the conversation was about, in this case, your partner. And I thought that was really healthy for their relationship to be like, hey, I talked to these other people. This is kind of what I got of it. This is how I felt. I want to bring it back to you as, uh, you know, one person in my life I'm trying to spend the rest of my life with. You know, I liked that a lot because that I think is really healthy for their relationship going forward. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's how you come back and talk about those things that makes all the difference. Doesn't it? Like, it felt like they were negotiating. Like, she had her (laughs) suit on. He had his suit. Like, it. that was the, like, I know it was supposed to be, I'm sure it was a romantic dinner, but it looked like. Like, what's with them both wearing suits? And then, like, she had the, like, the little white thing, shirt collar popping out. It was just, I it, it took me out of the scene. Like, it was a very sweet moment. But the entire time, I was, like, waiting for her to, like, write something on a napkin and, like, slide it over <laughs> to be like, this is Final how much offer. I need you. <laughs> you like... wake up at 8.30 like a human being and then slides that over and then he, like, slides over. You stop calling me unorganized. Wow. And then she slides back over. You will help me get out of these thigh-high boots later. Yes. <laughs> that was really funny. Yes. I don't know how she got him on in the first place. That must have taken a while. I know. I was like, wait, there's no zipper here? What's going on? It's a slide of full slide on. Oh, gosh. That's, that takes some effort. Seriously. I'd be afraid to break those things every time I put them on. Is that... This is, this might be gross. Is that like just all leather though? Because that just sounds. Okay. Hmm. Looks, see, like I can't imagine it was actually like leather. Leather. You would think it's think. like a. Yeah, because it has to be okay. somewhat pliable and flexible to get your whole leg in there. Yeah, 
Okay. Because in my head, I'm just thinking like nasty, like sweat and steam is building up in there. Gross. And then he's like pulling that <laughs> out, what? and it's just like a guess poof what? Of air. She was doing that because she wanted to look fine for her husband. Let her have her thing. <laughs> That's fine. I I can I can also say that she stinks. I, I, you, two things can be correct, okay? <laughs> oh, man. But um, question, do you think they're going to stay together? If he stops cutting her braids off, then yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I don't know what world he was living in, but that was okay. That was funny. I turned to go after that and was like, why would that have been a thing that he would have confirmed 57 times that she wanted him to do before he did it? <laughs> Like, she's not going to take out her hair before bed. Like, what are you doing? I thought it was a joke, and he wasn't going to actually, like, cut the braid. He was just going to be like, ha-ha, gotcha. And then he, like, started cutting. I was like, no! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. You know, as a person who does a lot of dumb jokes, and some of them work, I get where he was coming from, but that was... You don't have to actually cut. Like you said, you can, like, pretend to and then stop. If you really want to go with that joke, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know we are like, this is, we're used to seeing this, but the fact that they're in bed, quote unquote, in bed with a full face of makeup and like, it's a whole, like, it's one of those things that we're like used to because we watch this show so much, but it's fucking like, no one sleeps like that. <laughs> like, no, that's so weird. Yeah. Like eyelashes in and all this stuff. It's. Mm-hmm. I think that that scene hit me. I was just like, "Oh yeah, she's like got a full face of makeup right now, and we're gonna pretend like she's going to bed." Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'd love them to, I don't know, be in different spots of the apartment when they have these conversations because so many times they're just like laying in bed having conversation. Like, all right, maybe this time I'm trying to go to the couch, or like this time the dining table, or like this time. The- <laughs> Standing in the balcony. <laughs> Let's switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it is nope, a lot of bed, bed. conversations. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What is our general consensus that we think they'll say yes on decision day? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right. <laughs> well, uh, let's hop over to Dragon and Eagle. Uh, Jacob and Haley. <laughs> yes. Wow. I will never let go of those names. <laughs> so Bring it back. To me. That's great. All right. So... We find out that Jacob left early from the weekend away because he was worried about his dogs, that his neighbor was watching them, and they had been like home alone for a while, and he was pretty concerned, so he took off. So once he said that, she was like, oh, I totally get it. But he never communicated any of that to her, it seems like. It was just like, I'm just going to go now. So um, that could have been an opportunity for them to start talking about just like basic updates didn't seem to happen uh if i can hop in really quickly i swear she said oh i thought we we're gonna drive home together you drove there separately so you're gonna leave a car i don't remember her saying that know. okay maybe i i don't like her so maybe i'm just <laughs> i don't like her head. <laughs> hey, i read as well be honest with it All um right. she's acting brand new they don't like each other why are you surprised he didn't talk to you like you're not okay yeah you're not I'm wrong done. They're both just so done with each other that he didn't even care to tell her. He was like, yeah, you don't even deserve a text. And she just doesn't even want to talk to him again. So she's just going to be like, so, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it also feels like they're trying to tell the story that they're doing a little bit better now, and so they're gonna mm-hmm. maybe say oh, yes on decision sure. day. Um, and I I understand why they do that. Like this is this is a show they want you to not really be sure what's gonna happen. They're doing this with everyone in their own way, but mm-hmm. it feels a little bit to me um, like graduation goggles a little. <laughs> so like, <laughs> as someone, if you haven't heard that term, it's like when you're about to graduate and all the things that you hate about your school and all the people around you suddenly you know it's going to end and so you're like reminiscing while you're still there so it, it feels to me like that's what happening that's what's happening with them a little where they're like oh this crazy experience is almost <laughs> over oh wow like camp's going to be done in three days i can't believe i'm going to be home again and and it's I don't like wanna leave. <laughs> no it's like but did you have a good time like did you have a positive feeling about it before you I knew just... it was ending I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. This is graduation goggles, a hundred percent. Like, they don't like each other. They never did. Well, they did for like four days, and then now all of a sudden, it's like, remember the good times? What good times? <laughs> what name good five. times? Could you name five? <laughs> true. Oh, I don't know if they could name five. That's true. It's, and then she's like talking to her friends. Like, these are all the red flags, and she goes, "Okay, then what about the good stuff?" <laughs> Are there any She's positive like, qualities here? She goes, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, the, the, he, he likes the dog, likes him, and yeah, right. The, he's loyal. It's just, I have never cared so little. That's not true. Maybe not. There, I just, I don't care. I really don't care about them as a couple. Like, I kind of like Jake, Jacob, honestly, just because. His dressing is so, it just, it looks like he's from a movie in the 80s every time with the sleeve, like the tiger shirt that he wore this episode that like half the shirt was ripped up in the back. Like that is like, you need some chutzpah to wear that and be fine and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm walking here with half my shirt ripped. Dude looks look like good. he's consistent, like at all times, on his way to an '80s themed party. Right, and then he uses did he use the word rad this time? He's like, oh, it's, it's coming back, it's coming back. Oh, <laughs> bring it back! Stop bring trying to make rad happen, Jacob. <laughs> also, I hate the fact that every time we see him like on the one-on-ones and he has a suit on, I know for a fucking fact he has jeans on at the bottom, and that angers me. That angers me so much. Wear some fucking other pants than jeans with your suits, man. Oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> His, yeah. Yep. Yep. It, it made me laugh so hard when Haley's friend was like, okay, what if he came to you and he was like, look, I get it. My sense of humor is weird. My style is terrible. My, like, and then listed like 17 bad things. <laughs> I was like, but let's give it a shot anyways. Like, let's do this. I was like, damn, he's going to watch this. Like, Yeah, it was a shot for sure. Damn. It was. It's like saying, look, I've got a lot of bad qualities, but like, will you still have me? Like, what's a <laughs> mean thing to say? And I'm admitting to all of them, I'm a, I'm a terrible partner and so, you know, below what you want. Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I just like, I think, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I think I just need a lot more actions and a lot less feelings from them. Because if we're just talking about, 
literally all they're talking about is the potential of what they could be. Mm-hmm. So if you get like your dream, this is like me dreaming about a vacation I might take. And it's like, oh, it's going to be so cool. going to be like on the beach, going to have amazing food and going to have the coolest outfits. But like if I'm not doing anything right now to give me the ability to go on that vacation, then like I need to admit that that's just a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's spot on. So like let's start saving our money. Let's start trying on swimsuits. Let's start like, I don't know, make a reservation. But like you got to do the things. Mm-hmm. And I don't see them doing any of the things like it's great to dream. And like, if that motivates you, whatever. But like, if you don't have your feet on the ground, too, then you're just setting yourself up to be really disappointed and be like, really not in the present. It can't like, stop that can there. Be super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. The editors are trying. They really are. <laughs> like that one scene where yeah. they're like, oh, last night was great. They didn't have sex. They did not have sex. <laughs> That's not... I don't, don't try to, I see what you guys are doing. Ooh, maybe they, they did not. They didn't. And like a part of me was like, maybe they wanted to have one for the road. But the one that they did had, I don't think they enjoyed it. So like, what for the road? They just, it's okay, guys. Like, Jacob, you're going to find someone for you. That's perfect. Haley, you're going to find someone for you, probably. And I just, I think like... I think just let them live their lives, but let's stop. Let's stop the charades. Like there's things together. If if they said yes, all that being said, I would be so amazed. I would be so amazed. Yeah. So please say yes because that would be great TV. <laughs> that would be amazing TV. What I would hate to happen though, and this is. Um, so I, I always want to hear what both of them say. I don't like when they kind of like start with the no and then the other person is like, well, that's if, if this is what you want. And it's like, no, like don't put the onus on and like make them looking like the bad guy. Like, no, you also didn't want this. So you can admit that you also believe it's a no. And so please, please, I, I, I just I worry that it's going to be all right, Haley, you start. What do you think she's going to say? No. And then Jacob's going to be like, uh okay if this is what she wants but i really wanted to try to make it work like i keep feeling like his off camera one-on-ones are like that and i'm just like "Mm -mm, mm -mm." yeah i i love that you mentioned that i i wish like they need to if they could have them like write down their answer on decision Mm -hmm. day because in particular what's her name katie and derek i still think she was gonna say no but because he said yes She's like, all right, we'll try it. Like, I I really feel like she was going to say no. It just, oh, I really do. And, um, yeah, so I, I I don't know how to do that. Because then that's weird. It's like, yeah. write down your answer and then show it. But if if there's a way producers work with me here, come on, let's do this. Let's, like, maybe they're in another room and then they have to say their answer. Then they both walk out and... Then their answer or is like over their head. film them separately or something. Or they <laughs> yeah. each have to go into a room, say what you want to say, we'll record mm-hmm. it, and then we'll have a discussion, and then we play both of your things, and then we go from there. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. a lot of the pressure of being there in front of the experts and, yeah. you know, that it's a lot in the moment. Like, there's nothing worse than when you really have a lot to say, but it's there's just so much pressure around you that you just cannot 
get everything out in the way that you want to. You might forget some things and it's like, you almost want to like have a prepared statement of like, this is how I feel. Like, this is what I want to convey, you know? And they're not, I don't think Wait, they're super able to do How do they that. start in a court? Like to the judge and who I, I clearly am not anything like I'm not a lawyer. How do, how do they start? They're like, to, may it please the court? Like what, what do they say? Oh, so like they're a little prepared statements or their opening statements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's, Yeah. <sighs> What? I'm going to be really quick. I'm going to be really quick. Please, if you're an American citizen, please Google what British people, what their courts look like. Just just Google British attorneys, British British judges, and have a great laugh. That's that's all I will say. They Okay, fine, whatever. They wear, like, the whole fake wig. It looks fucking oh. ridiculous. Like, they all look like Thomas Jefferson and... <laughs> George Washington. It's the funniest thing. They do the same thing in Nigeria, but like now imagine like an African with like a blonde wig. It's just, it's like who made this fucking rule? It's so dumb. Okay. It's colonial cosplay. It's it's hilarious. Like if I was in in court to be sentenced to like life in prison and my attorney came out looking like he was cosplaying as George Washington. I would be upset. <laughs> you need to look like a normal person. You'd be like, my life is on the line, man. Can you have a little respect? Oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, to your point, Lavelle, though, it would be very funny to that. I feel like Haley would be like, you know what? Uh, I think you're dressing and just do all her red flags and it's going to be great and it'll be cool in her statement. <laughs> So, again, I am calling it. Jacob is going to be one of the most interesting people on the reunion episode. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying He's that be. now. Big Henry energy here. Definitely. Big Henry energy. He's yeah. bringing his ammo to this. He is like all the notes from the entire season. I'm ready. Right. Hey, let's go. He has been biting <laughs> his tongue. Mm-hmm. And ready to let it go. Yeah. So here we like go. he's going to have like dates October 13th. <laughs> As you can see in this screenshot, <laughs> this is like she did not text me. Not, nothing there. Right, right. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So we're saying no for them, I'm guessing. Oh, I said yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh, man. I fell for that one. I, I did. Back I was... to our entire season because I did not get that vibe from you. <laughs> No, absolutely not. They are. It'd be great mm-hmm. TV, though. Say yes, guys, please. I know you've already had your answer, but just say yes. Think about the memes that will happen. Oh, oh gosh. So, like, if Jacob said yes, Haley's face would be like, like <laughs> I want them to ask Jacob first. I want him to say yes. And then, like, she doesn't want to be the bad guy. So, like, her face, where she's like, um, mm-hmm. I think you're a loyal person. But you dress like Rambo in the 80s. Like, it's going to be great. All right. I got to stop picking on her. But it'd be great. Please say yes. Please. (laughs) All right. Well, let's head over to Eric and Virginia. (laughs) My first note is that um, they feel like they're improving because they're making up from their fights faster. And I laugh a little bit because I'm like, but y'all are fighting like every day. <laughs> <laughs> like for context. But really just though. Like, 
we had a disagreement about like who gets the groceries mm-hmm. this week and we finally you know fixed it it's like no you're fighting every day about literally everything so right so we're having multiple car accidents but we're buying new cars faster after the car accident so i think there's improvement there so we're we're getting back on the road faster um (laughs) do you feel like they have improved over the course of the season there's a big question i don't i don't know that they have i mean i personally when i get more comfortable with someone i'm i guess i don't know quicker to say what i feel and or talk to them and so maybe like now they're just getting comfortable with one another and so they're just like all right having these little constant quick arguments which i don't see that as improvement i just see that as like you're spending more time together (laughs) yeah i so the question do we think they're improving do you think they improved over the course of the season the way that they seem to believe they have I think the infatuation stage is starting to rub off, is starting to run out, and mm. and I think because of that, it's like, oh wait, we disagree on so many things, and I think, you know, before she wouldn't have brought it up, and now she's bringing it up more. Um, so I I guess you could call that an improvement. Um, yeah, what do you think? I don't think they've gotten better. I, I agree, Mabel, <laughs> that like they're um, they're just speaking up more about the things that bother them because the infatuation phase has worn off, as you said, Agu. And so they're just it, it's like yeah, if you like tear up your floorboards and you know you find termites, it's not that you didn't have problems before. It's just you just didn't know the termites were there. So like. Now we got to work on the termites. And oh my God, we've been working on this for days and days. And there's so many. Yeah. And like, oh, we have to fumigate our house. And like, this is such a problem. And it's like, well, yeah. But you could also look at it as like, we identified a thing. We're taking mm-hmm. steps to fix it. And then our, you know, house won't crumble in 30 years. But I, I it feels like there, there's a lot of like fundamental incompatibilities that they have. And a lot of just gaps in their skill sets especially around communication so that they can't even like they don't have the tools to fix the termites they're just like throwing the floorboards down on top of it again and then they like lift it up and they're like oh my god they're still there can you believe it (laughs) like it's your fault (laughs) it's like they don't have like the phone number of a you know inspector to come work on it like there's just nothing it's just we're just gonna keep looking at it looking at it and being upset about it and like that's not progress or improvement (laughs) um it's just like re-identifying the same things over and over so that part of it is like the merry-go-round of pain that i see them on right now just like kind of getting old a little Mm -hmm. bit and this is so early in their marriage and they're already getting old right right you're already Mm -hmm. garbage you haven't even started (laughs) yet um Mm -hmm. i uh so I, I'm starting to get this feeling that he likes her a lot more than she likes him. And I think the scene that really solidified that for me was the scene where he, that's what the scene I was making fun of when we first started, uh, of the him like opening up and he really shared, spilled his guts to her and mentioned how he really, he loves her and he every time he's around her he he lights up and 
and uh, he was he's never fallen in love with someone so quickly and and after all of that she was just like so like you believe in soulmates like you think we're you think we're soulmates oh like you think like you think like you think we were good like you could just tell she's not she's not in this like like you are man and um nor do i blame her because them level of ultimatums that he's been throwing out in these streets i mean the the editors i don't even think they had to work that hard to have that montage of him throwing <laughs> out ultimatums like they probably just pulled that from just the last episode they're like we don't need to go back that far we'll just the yesterday's footage like he's constantly throwing it out and i think um all all the jokes aside i think he really really likes her and as we know he's been cheated on quite a bit and i think he is in to kind of use ironically the whole zigging and zagging too much that i was talking about with brie and uh brie and vincent i think he's like overcompensating on the opposite side now like he is so afraid to lose her that basically don't hang out with guys because you might leave with them don't go partying too much because you might find someone else like don't like you can just feel he doesn't he's afraid and he wants this to, to work yeah and i get that you know like it's scary to have a person that you you're you really really like like that like you're kind of giving you can't control it right like you can be all in on this but the other person might not like you and that's super scary and i think that's what's going on with him um just the way he's communicating that is so unfortunate because ironically what he's afraid of happening he's making it happen because he's going so hard on the opposite side this yeah. is like every superhero movie ever where what they're afraid of ends up happening because they're working too hard so it's, it's very uh very <laughs> unfortunate are you do you guys see that too though do you are you noticing an imbalance with how much they like each other or um yeah do you see that too I feel like there could be an imbalance there for sure because he is so almost like trying to tell her like I love you I want to spend the rest of my life with you this is something I you know almost like hey I'm going to say yes on decision day just so you know um and she's like okay thanks for letting me know <laughs> Oh, um, cool, 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 cool. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh no! Oh no! No one wants to hear that after saying "I love you," and they're just like, "Thanks." Right, oh, you're right. such a good friend. Right. Oh, friend zone. But also, like, I kind of, so earlier you mentioned the graduation goggles. Like, I kind of feel like he's having those, too, where maybe he was just getting comfortable um, before. He was like, oh, I can tell her my ultimatums because we're married. I can tell her how I feel because, hey, like, I'm going to need us to get on the same page. And she was, or he was almost taking it for granted. And now where he's like, oh, actually, she might say no. Or some of those couples, when they break up, they're, like, at the breakup, you know, moment being like, oh, wait, let's try to solve this one last time. Like, like, how about you actually think about the relationship, not just the rose-colored goggles that tell you it could be great. Like, there was a reason yeah. you're here. And for Eric and Virginia, that's, you know, 
replay episodes one through fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what else to say about them sometimes because it's just like the same thing over and over. Totally agree with what you're saying that like it seems like he's kind of making a last ditch effort to kind of get her to come over to his side. Like, yeah, we're going to work on this. Like, we're going to make it work and it'll be fine. Um, I still think they might be one of the couples that says yes on decision day, but then they break up by the reunion or they definitely stay together for a long, long time. Yeah. Because I don't think... I think if they continue on the way that they are now, they're both going to get really fed up. And especially Virginia would be ready to bounce after like, can you imagine like even like eight months of this and like, this is your relationship. True. That's, Mm -hmm. that is tumultuous. (laughs) That is exhausting. Like that's Mm -hmm. a lot. That's a lot to ask of someone. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like those relationships where you can even play back to the moment you knew it shouldn't have worked out, but you drag it out for months because you don't want to admit it. Yeah. 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 Like that's like I and weirdly like she. I think she gets that he doesn't. And I think it's that like into you thing. I, I think he realizes that they're very different, but he he really thinks that she's cute and like guy logic like people will deal with all types of hell if you think like the person is cute and i think that's what's kind of going on right now with him and like she is more she's like looking at the relationship the way you should like it's not a good relationship we can Um, totally reference bobby and danielle here oh interesting with him thinking that like he's really that she's really cute he's like she's so pretty Mm mm-hmm yeah, Bobby was like straight up red when she took off his, her shirt. He was yeah, like, oh she was just gosh. in a sports bra, and he was like bright pink at the edge of the bed. Like, oh my god! Dude, oh my, oh my gosh! Oh, um, there's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, act like you've been here before. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the the feeling I'm getting. But you're right. Uh, I think. I'm with Ashley though on the if I was a betting man, which I am, haha. Um, I would totally, <laughs> I would totally put money on them because it's hard to say no to somebody on her side when you know he's like really, 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 really into you. So I could see her saying like, "All right, let's try this," and then like the moment she moves into his place and she can't like hang out with her pets anymore. It's like, oh, wait, what the hell am I doing? I don't mm-hmm. like this. I don't want this. And then mm-hmm. calls it off. Yeah. I'm with, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am curious. They had, you know, their dinner when um, he was spilling his guts about all his feelings about her and everything. Mm-hmm. And the topic of soulmates came up that he feels like she is his soulmate, like she was made for him. And her response to that was very like, oh, you believe in soulmates and like, did you feel that way about your ex-wife, though? And he was like, yes, but I was wrong. <laughs> and so I guess um, I know everyone feels very differently about this, but I'm curious what you guys think about the the idea of soulmates. And if you think, I don't know, what are your thoughts about it, I guess? Mabel. <laughs> I'll just call out. Um, I, 
I used to definitely believe in the idea of a soulmate, like the one person I need to find in this world and be with for forever. But I think as I'm getting older, I don't necessarily agree with that. The, it's like the realistic person in me saying, well, how many people are on this earth and how many different countries speaking how many different languages? And I'm supposed to find the one needle in a haystack like mm-hmm. <laughs> that. That's mm-hmm. kind of how a little bit of me is. It's like started to maybe not necessarily think of the all right, the one soulmate I need to find, but maybe the mm, person that I could find building to become my soulmate um because i I definitely also think it takes effort like what if your soulmate is like out in vietnam or freaking korea or tanzania and you're out here in the u.s you're screwed Mm -hmm. there there goes your there goes your soulmate or what if they get in a car accident or yeah yeah no i'm i don't surprise but yeah, I don't really think that's a thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I also don't think soulmates is a, a real thing. I do think, weirdly, I think anyone can get along if you're willing to put in the work. I I, I kind of lean more towards that. And then the question is, kind of going off your point, Mabel, of like picking a person that you could build with and um a person that you just enjoy being around them so that when you go through life um, you have your person and i think that's a very different way of because one you have control of the other you don't like your soulmate that's you know you have to be with that person and you have no agency there and i think i don't like just things like that i tend not to like i, I tend i like that you have some control over your life. So maybe that's why I'm not a fan of the soulmate conversation necessarily. But um, yeah, so that's how I feel on it. Um, what do you think, uh, Ashley slash A-Town? <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily believe in them either. I, I kind of have the idea that there's a lot of people, it's more about compatibility and then spending the time with a compatible partner to build that type of feeling around the relationship. I don't remember where I saw this, but it was, it might've been a TV show or something. Um, but they were saying soulmates aren't found, they are made. And so that idea of, yeah, I really like that because it kind of puts the power and the responsibility back on the person to do the work and um you know just the idea of finding someone who you are compatible with in the ways that are important to you and then spending the time with them and working on building the skills and changing and evolving into Mm -hmm. the type of partnership that you want the type of person that you want to be the type of person they want to be and just kind of doing life with them and so i think you can have more than one i think it's not like a fixed thing but I I think to me that's much more promising because it's like okay then then let's do this like let's just find the person and like you know you find someone you're compatible with and you do the work and it's extremely rewarding so um, I I find that to be a much more optimistic way of looking at it because it's a little 
a little daunting to think of mm-hmm. the one person that you have to find. And it's like, I don't have the time. Like, I got to work. I can't be out here, like, looking for somebody. I don't even know what they look like. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like being put on a blind date, but you don't know, like, when or where it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're just, like, wandering around all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's the feeling I would get if I, I believed in that. But Plus, um, like, on the, on the opposite side, if you did find your soulmate... Like anytime it got tough, anytime it like then it's like, oh, my gosh, like if this ends, I'm going to be with some bum who isn't my soulmate. Like- Ashley, when you're talking about the soulmate being found versus built, like I definitely to me, that paints a picture of all right, how much onus is on me. Right. Versus how much am I like, oh, sorry, that's that's the cards I was dealt. Like, that's what I got to do. That's my life. You know, and it's like, mm. Mm-hmm. There is some, 100%, there is some that is your life aspect to it, but it can't be all of it. And in a relationship, when, you know, you're saying, oh, things get tough, what are you going to say? Like, oh, that's, that's my life. Mm. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. You are who you are. It is what it is. And yeah. that in a relationship, when you're going to face trials and tribulations, I mean, that can't be enough because then... Mm-hmm you're not truly tapping into the best the relationship could be mm-hmm. if you both put in the effort, pay attention, are intentional about everything that you you know want this relationship to be. Yeah. Exactly. And it takes out like that element of choice of if you believe in soulmates and you believe that like, okay, I'm supposed to be with this person, then it's like that decision was made for you. Yeah. And so you weirdly don't have as much ownership with it as Mm -hmm. if you have the other mindset of like, we're choosing each other and we're choosing to build this type of relationship together. You're going to put a lot more energy into that because you understand that it takes that energy to maintain and grow it. If you think it just is because you're like, you know, plugging two people together and calling them, husband and wife then it's like well the work is done now like they're just here Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i just think we have a lot more control than we really think we do Mm yeah i also don't want to listen from or hear from the listeners because a lot of people have very different views on on the idea of soulmates you know how relationships supposed to work i'd love to hear from all of Mm -hmm. you your your opinions on soulmates yeah we didn't have yeah. a very diverse panel of thought here. We we're all just like, they're not real. <laughs> so it's easy when we agree. Yeah. Right, right. And just like, and another thing, soulmates are dumb. Yeah. Well, we don't think that. Yeah. Right, I, I right. Think, yeah. Bring in or, the diversity uh, for us because we all thought the same thing here. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Diversity of thought. Um, all right. What's, who's next? Who's the next couple? All right. Last but not least, we have Ryan and Clara. Um, so they went to do this bowling football mashup in which Ryan got very intense and Clara was very fearful <laughs> of the cannons being shot at her in this game. She's like crouching every second, like, oh no, oh no, it's gonna hit me. He was so focused. Like, he, he was. was not even trying to flirt. He was just like, obviously the objective of this activity is for me to win. And that was it. <laughs> that's all that happened. It was just I think, aggressive. I think that's called foaling, right? Is foaling? that what it's called? Fo- it's yeah. like 
football yeah. and bowling mashup. Yep. So like I just Googled and then it. Oling from the okay. bowling. We've done it before and we were both really terrible. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> really Absolute. terrible. Like I think I might have knocked down like other people. Yeah. You, we were like standing next to other well, you people. You kept hitting the cross beam. There's like this one support. It's like, like in a big warehouse. Beam. There's this like big supportive beam that goes all the way up to the ceiling. And it was kind of like off to the side between like the two that you're supposed to throw between. Mm-hmm. And he kept hitting that. And it was really funny. Oh, Football no. Football is not my sport. <laughs> it's not. It's I don't know not why we, even. We try new things together, even when we're bad. It's hey, and then you just have fun with it, right? I want to go back. I want to go back. Like, I, I've. If we go back, I am just going to be very tipsy, and I'm just going to be there for fun. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to win anything. Who am I trying to impress? All right, I'm already off of these street, <laughs> out of these streets. Um, but uh, the, I think, because he was he played football in high school. I think so. Like he yeah, has some great had a spirals. Of him. Yeah, oh, okay. solid, solid skill. I'm I'm impressed. Um, he just seemed to be going. He, he seemed to miss the point to me. It's like you're on a date with your wife. You're like approaching this really important date. Like maybe let's not focus on your football skill set right now and about <laughs> like your connection with Clara. Because <laughs> it just seemed like a waste of time a little bit for him to. Yeah. It was basically a demonstration of how hard Ryan can throw and like how nervous Clara can get <laughs> around it. Well, tried that one. Maybe not the best date <laughs> for them. Mm-hmm. He's he trying like, to win. Oh yeah, he was so intense. The throw, I was like, <laughs> it reminded me of people when they get super competitive and it's no longer about being with your friends. There, it's like, no, I'm here, and it's. I sometimes, not gonna lie, I sometimes get like that. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, come on, we gotta get back to the game. But then I have wow. to like scale it back. I'm like, my bow, we're here to be friends. Let me. It's not about rushing through the game here. <laughs> That's what losers say. Winners win. Losers have excuses, okay? No, F this. Let's go. Let's win. No, it's, wow. I, yeah, I like never have that. Like, I could, I remember some of my coaches being livid because, like, I care, but I, for whatever reason, when it comes to support, I'm like, I'm not going to like break my leg over this. So, like, I could just feel like the, I didn't have the like all in passion to be a professional soccer player or does, or, or the talent. Um, but... <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> let's be let's let's be real. Let's be Damn. real. Self burn. Um, hell athletic though. I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay. Any sport, I'll be mediocre. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess the edit the way they edited that date was pretty funny to me. It's like they made it seem like she like walked out because they he manufactured. Was... Yeah, they did. Oh my gosh. In the most obvious way. Like it was like yeah. no clip was longer than like a second and then yeah. it was just background music. It wasn't even dialogue. It was just like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a problem, I guess. And then her like probably walking away to go use the restroom. Like that's what I, I guarantee was thinking. that's what was happening. Yeah. Well, like my favorite was when she's like, can't we talk about this with a little bit more positivity? And then they like cut his face looking like, how dare you? Which Ugh. never reacts that way ever. Like the man is, he he probably said sure for sure for sure, and then like like we know how Ryan behaves at this point. We've seen it. Like he has he ever like disagreed with anyone on the show? He doesn't. That's not what he does. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Other question. 
what else did they do this episode? I don't remember. <laughs> That's all I so, remember. So Ryan had her do the personality test. The Enneagram. Because, yes, the Enneagram test. Yeah. Because he wanted to have multiple data points in order to make this decision. <laughs> What's wrong with the man trying to get some data? I don't understand. Okay. He oh wants to make God. a data-driven decision, and you guys are out here hating on him. I see you, Ryan. Well, I understand there are some objective measures to their relationship. I'm not sure this is the appropriate <laughs> format for deciding if you want to stay married to your wife or not. Yeah. Yeah. What I if had... she's really bad at throwing footballs? Well, then that's one of his data points, but Enneagram? Like... <laughs> And you wanted to, like, plug in their their different results to see how compatible they were. But then he, like, totally dismissed it. Um, The stars one, her response was, well, that's what I did with our stars. And he was like, that's bogus. Yeah, no, that's, you gotta be, you gotta be a little bit more, uh, you can't, you can't call her thing crap when your, yours is. Because you're both, what they're both doing (laughs) is trying to look outside of themselves for, Someone else to tell them, is this good or not? Mm-hmm. And no one can tell you that but you. That's like, yeah, you have Agreed. to, that has to be a personal decision. That cannot, like, you can get other perspectives, make sure that you're not, like, really mm-hmm. getting lost in something and losing yourself, whatever. But, like, that is your decision deep down inside. You mm-hmm. know if it's a yes or no for you right now. And you're making that decision Moment to moment, day to day, it's not a decision day. Like, every day is decision day. Like, that's so corny. But, like, that's how relationships are. You're choosing actively to yeah. participate in it or yeah. not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <sighs> I felt like there, there's two things I didn't really particularly like about that scene. One, I didn't like that she was taking the test right next to him. Because it felt mm-hmm. like a little bit of a pressure. Because even she turned to him and was like, yeah, you didn't. You said something like, you don't like that I do this, da, 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 da. and it was like, I hope that she's not unconscious or subconsciously being influenced on her answers because he's But of course right she is, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's, right that's how she is. Mm-hmm. She likes him. And then the second thing was, I have this personal thought of if you don't like the answer, if you don't think you'll like the answer to a question, like if you're not ready for all of the possible answers, don't ask the question in the first place. And that's kind of how I feel he approached this. He was like, hey, we had this conversation when we were eating donuts way back when about goals. And I didn't like her answer because she wasn't all about the goal oriented, you know, mindset that I was. And so maybe I can change that by revisiting the same question. <laughs> uh oh. Her answering Mm-mm. no to all, all those questions. And he's just like, oh, no. How do you do you feel that you should? Pl- I think part of me thinks that she viewed it as bullshit. I'm swearing a lot this episode, this pod. Um, I don't why okay, this pod, but I think because the way she was answering it, it just it felt like when I have to do something that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. I'll do it, but I'm not gonna do it well. And I it just it felt like that's what she was doing, where it's like, all right, you want me to answer your dumb survey? Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about the future? Don't give a shit. Next. Do you like your partner? His haircut's stupid. Stop doing your weird mohawk to decide thing. And like, just like, it just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry. 
Um, but so I think there's that. But you're right. I I do think he clearly this is something he is concerned about with their goal setting and how they view that. Um, and her being so flippant about it is not helping the situation. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like they're trying to tell the story that she is not ambitious and doesn't care about like where yeah. life takes her or anything and I think those questions just don't really apply to the way she thinks about the world because I think to her like success in life is living it so mm-hmm. like living moment to moment not really having plans going with the flow and um like she's still clearly taking care of her you know, business and taking care of herself and her life, but it seems much more open to kind of just seeing where the current takes her. Mm-hmm. And I think he is much more of the feeling that you have to, you know, build the staircase in front of you for you to be able to ascend and, you know, go into another area or you, you have to actively paddle yourself to the right area of the stream to yeah. use the same analogy as, as Clara. And so she's just kind of like floating down with her little inner tube and he's just like paddle boarding past her like, oh my God, come on. And he doesn't realize that like he's putting in a lot more work than she is and he's resentful at her for that even though they're still achieving the same thing. <laughs> they're just different approaches. Yeah. And so I guess my question for you guys is like, he also was talking a lot about goal setting as a couple and having their individual goals and, and where they want, what do they want out of life and everything like that. Mm-hmm. How do you think they can talk about goal setting with these two very different perspectives on how to find success in life? That's a hard one because they're so different in their approaches. It's almost like she doesn't even want to visit the conversation with him. Yeah. And he will only be satisfied if they do visit the conversation together. And I hope there's some sort of compromise there. For me, like, I would probably be more in the Ryan boat here because I want to talk about those things with my partner and see where our future is headed to see if we're heading in the same direction. You know what I mean? Like, Like, where do we see this going? What are our goals? I actually had a professor one time talk about this and he had mentioned that he takes a very intentional approach with his whole family about it him and his wife every single year revisit their life goals make sure they're on the same page he takes an individual conversation with each of his kids and says hey what's your next year look like and it's always have to be like new year's but um what are your goals right now what do you want to accomplish and for some people, that's how intentional they are about their goals. Ryan, mm, closer to that, maybe not to that extreme. I think I'd also be like that. So I, I'd probably also find it really hard. And I've found it hard in the past with partners to be like, yeah, you know, I'm just on this inner tube floating through life. Hey, we'll we'll get there. We'll be cool. I'm For me, that'd be a big clash I couldn't deal with. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, I was... I was going to give like a, a stupid joke answer, but um, clearly this is a very important topic and you're, you're right. I think um, to answer Ashley's initial question, I think it's being as specific as possible. Um, this kind of reminds me of the conversation we had when 
Dar- uh, Brianna and Vincent were doing their budgeting, where it's like you don't have all the data in front of you, so you're just making wild guess and assumptions at this point and i think like saying she is not goal oriented okay what what type of goals are we talking here is this a career question is this a um um, standard of living goal like like let's get you know let's get specific and um you know step one is step one of every making the goal tracking your tracking the data so you know how you're performing to that goal and and yeah uh, i think i'm i probably lean more towards him as well in terms of that um but i think it's important to discuss what to be specific because i think once he does that he might learn that she is goal oriented it's just different types of goals than you have and when you guys have that conversation um you you'll be able to to kind of get to that middle road if if they want to um and i think that's yeah just just being a little bit more specific would be my thing um Mm -hmm. what do you think ashley i think for someone like clara i think I agree. I think she does have a lot of goals. I don't think that someone coming up to her and saying, hey, what are your goals is going to be the way that you would elicit that information from her because it sounds super square and I don't think she's super square. So like that format feels very forced. It feels like anytime um, I would get like a, a day planner or something for school, like from the store. And it's always got all these stupid sections in there that like I would never use. And it's like, there's a super tiny to do section. And then there's a section over here for notes. And I'm like, what's the difference between that? Why is there a section here for like, how I'm feeling day to day? Like there's a section for the weather. Why do I need that? Like, that's not a format that would make any sense to me. If you give me a blank notebook, I will fill it up and have a whole system. And like, I will apply my, my brain organization into this format and it will you'll get the same thing it's just a a different way and i think that's how clara is a little bit so if you talk to her about like you know like what do you what kind of like older person do you want to be she would be like oh yeah i want to be like that like drunk old lady on cruises (laughs) i don't know something ridiculous that's just yeah yeah but like she would that's her goal she wants to be the, (laughs) the, 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 the drunk old lady on cruises that's amazing. I mean, like, that's a goal in itself. Yeah, it is. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> I think you kind of end up there. It's fun. <laughs> and I don't know if you like sit out and be like, I'm going to get mean, on this Disney cruise and I am going to be drunk next to The goal Walt is Disney. like, you don't always want to be working. You want to be able to retire. You want to have enough money when you retire so you can go on a cruise and be Exactly. Drunk. See, you just broke down exactly what that was. Those are all goals. <laughs> She wants to be able to retire and travel. She wants to be able to, um, you know, live the kind of life that she wants. And so there's like a, that can plug back into like a savings goal for a retirement account or a travel budget for the time being. And like all those different types of things. I just think the very pragmatic way that Ryan might pose that question to her 
and then she's not responding in a way that's super pragmatic and like yeah. in Ryan's format. Of course, to him, he's going to be like, oh, big red flag. And to her, she's just like, what a dork. Like, who talks like this? <laughs> like, what are we in a business meeting? And so I, I think right. it's like a, if they can just keep revisiting that conversation from different angles and ha- stop asking the same thing of like, what are your goals? What are your goals? It's like, I don't know. It's just such a like formal way to get into that conversation when it's really mm. about the good stuff in life of like, what do you want out of this experience? And that can be big. That can be really exciting to think about. So, like, get to that part. That's what I exactly. And I think this is actually similar to Brianna how she visits the conversation about being organized with um, Vincent because, in her mind, success slash you know accomplished slash mature adult wakes up early and takes advantage of the day. And Ryan's mind, all that means goal oriented. And so this is how I feel it needs to be and so if i am going to see you as successful as well i'm going to need you to do the same thing and maybe ryan isn't the kind of person that you know can can be okay with someone who doesn't necessarily think the same way as that you know kind of like Mm -hmm. brianna with being not okay with vincent going to bed late um also though i i like to collect coasters and i have one from portland oregon um and it says, it's this, it's this girl um, in this um, head wrap that's really colorful. And she's like leaning to the side and has a wine glass in her hand. And the saying on the coaster says, I'm a Fruit Loop in this world of Cheerios. That's fine. I absolutely <laughs> love it. It is like, and I kind of feel like that's how Clara is. She's like, hey. Yeah. I'm free-spirited. This is how I live my life. I'm totally here for the present. And she's donut-shaped, which she seems <laughs> to be into. <laughs> and yes. As oh, my privilege. gosh. Is that an insult? I feel that, like she's uh, got like no, a like random... Her, her spirit is donut-shaped. Okay. Okay. I was like, is her she... Spirit, how... Her spirit, Patronus she... is a donut. I didn't mean it as an insult at all. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I um, Weirdly... To, to Ryan's point, I do think, like, there is nothing more. There's nothing more. I could see Ashley likes to talk. Um, <laughs> there's just there's nothing more uh, exhilarating than when you are, like, working towards a goal with your person. Though I think that is. That is something that is very uh, attractive and very, because I just, I mean, to kind of use the sports reference, since we're talking Ryan, um, some of like the friendships I had with people who were my teammates, there's just a level because you guys are in this together, like you're in the down parts together when you're losing. And when you guys win together, you got that to celebrate. And there's some, there is just a level of, of a type of relationship that you build when you're working towards a goal together and it's like even better when that person is your person so i really i get why he um why this is important to him and uh like one of my favorite shows is house of cards like the netflix show it's like he's taking over the world and doing all this awful stuff to be president so 
don't want to be like him. But one of the things I enjoyed about that show was the dynamic, at least in the beginning season, he had with his partner, where like it was clear that they had a plan and they were executing this plan super well. And that was just like amazing to me because it's like, okay, like it's the it's the reason why I really enjoy a well-run business where it's like you have all these people and they're all doing their part. And then like the ultimate product is this like amazing thing. Like I can pull out my phone, push a button and something that was made in Vietnam is in my doorstep in three hours. Like the amount of work that takes of people coming together and, and working together to make that happen is fucking amazing. And like we're living in like a awesome time because of that type of teamwork. And when you have that in your relationship, I can see that being really cool. All that being said, you don't like that she wants to go out and cruise. Like you can, that's good. <laughs> like you can, she can bring some color to your life. And it's not just him waking up, doing three hours of working out and then working. And like, that's kind of boring, man. You got to enjoy your life now too. So, mm-hmm. um, which I think is one yeah. of the reasons they were paired. Is yeah. they're kind of very different, complementary in those ways where they can kind of meet in the middle more. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's about finding their groove. Like, how can they be in sync? And Ryan's first attempt or his way that he thinks it's going to happen is being in sync about their goals. And yeah, right now, Clara's way, like, she is, she is a very right now kind of person. She is like, you know, living her life. This is where I'm at this is you know how I want to live it I want to be happy I want to live it to the fullest and that's how she's probably going to be in sync you know and I think there's a bit of compromise that they could have there because if she wants to live in the moment he could probably live in the moment with her and she can feel in sync in those moments and if he wants to talk about goals maybe she can like you know like also articulate some of those goals that she has in a way that you know they can be in sync for Ryan at that time you know what I mean it's like you don't always have to be in sync the same way, maybe. Yeah, that's a really good 100%. point. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So do we feel like they're going to say yes on decision day? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Silence from the crowd. Oh. It's weird, because I feel like I've been saying yes this entire time. I've been really positive that they were. But the editors got me. Like, they, they've been clearly editing this in a way that, like, we know how she feels. Like, she's said it multiple times. She's going to say yes on decision day. But then we don't really see scenes of Ryan saying the same. So mm-hmm. I'm like, is he going to say yes? Is he going to say no? I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. I need to <sighs> think about it. What do you think, Belle? <laughs> I definitely, you know, she's going to say yes, but I don't know that Ryan will. He's already brought up the goals conversations a couple times. And I think that was his way of saying, was I wrong the first time? And am I just being crazy when I think that? But it's really important to me. I think he's going to say no. Or at least, yeah, I just, I I don't know. I kind of worry that for him, it's like, all right, this is super important to me and we're not on the same page about it. So maybe it's probably not going to work. I mean, maybe he will say yes for the sake of, hey, like this is still new. We're still learning about each other. We still have like, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, plenty of time together. I don't know. 
But I think he kind of is on the no fence or on the no side right now of the fence. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I still think they'll say yes, but I am worried about it now. Because <laughs> I think yeah. it would be Ryan that would say no. Like Clara's been very clear about how she feels about it. So I guess yeah. we'll see. Like I was. I think they really... have plenty to work for. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, with Paige and Chris, I was like, there's like no good here to fight for. But with them, it's like, you're you're pretty good. Like you just, if you want to make this work, you they totally could. It's just a matter of if they're willing to put in that time or not. So. Yeah, yeah. I we'll just see. think they like make really good friends, and you know, no. cool support each other from afar. That is, that's a fair point. I, yeah, because the big stuff they do disagree on. The goals thing, that, that is, is a thing, but the religion thing is, is very big. I just, I get the feeling, I've said this last pod, but like perception is really important to him. And maybe that's just being the son of two pastors, but she seems to be a little bit more however you feel about me I don't care and I think that to a person who really cares about that would be frustrating (sighs) I don't know I don't know okay well question mark for them then yeah (laughs) we'll just say that and Um, let us know what y'all think too listeners yeah Yeah. give us your predictions because we have a lot of time between now and decision day lifetime (laughs) I know We'll be sitting around waiting. Ashley I mean, has some feels to. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like such a like you're building up all this anticipation and like yeah. I feel like it's actually going to reduce the impact of like that actual episode because you you lose the there's a little gap to jump here. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you love if you love something, you have to let it go. And if it comes back <laughs> to you in two weeks, then you know. In two weeks, okay. You know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, we have decision day right around the corner in two weeks. And we're very <laughs> excited to see who stays together and how the reunion goes. So we will be back for that. Um, you know, hang tight. We'll, we'll be back soon. <laughs> and yes. uh, oh, reach out and let us know what you think about the season and this episode. Um, go follow us on Instagram at Cup of Three Podcast. And you can also shoot us an email at Cup of Three Podcast at gmail.com. Um, In the meantime, have a great couple of weeks. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yes. Talk to you soon. Thank you.